Don't try to fight change, because change is always undefeated. Don't fight, don't try to fight change, because change is always, always undefeated. Now you would think that that profound wisdom came from Christ, or came from Buddha, but actually it came from Franklin Armstrong's grandpa. Many of you may remember Franklin Armstrong. He's a character on Peanuts, you know, with Snoopy, Lucy, and Charlie Brown. And Franklin was the character who always carried with him a book of sayings from his grandfather, especially in light of the fact that Franklin had to move every so often because he's an army kid. Well, Franklin's grandfather's advice is pretty gold. It's solid. It's profound, if you ask me. And Franklin is also a pretty solid character. His introduction to the Peanuts cast was revolutionary. Charles Schultz decided on his inclusion following the assassination of Dr. Martin Luther King. In a context where there were segregated beaches, Franklin, an African-American, handed Charlie Brown his lost beach ball, leading to a lifelong and deep friendship. It was a powerful image, and at the time, a rare one. A black child and a white child together on a beach when many public beaches were still segregated. It presented a wave of societal change, and Schultz's Christian conviction, let me just say Christian conviction, gave birth to Franklin as a character. According to a source, throughout its five-decade span, Peanuts frequently incorporated biblical themes and allusions. An estimated 10% of the 18,000 comic strips touched on religious topics. Additionally, Robert Short's 1965 bestseller, The Gospel According to Peanuts, utilized individual strips as contemporary Christian parables, achieving a remarkable sales milestone of 10,000 sales. Now, Schultz never shied away from his personal religious beliefs. He actively participated in worship, and he was a Sunday school teacher for many, many, many years. Yes, we have come a long way. We have. Change directed towards truth, love, grace, and kindness is a gift of the Holy Spirit and gifts that are to be embraced. But how are we to understand change? How are we to understand transitions? Because we read in the book of Hebrews, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Well, let me posit this. Perhaps it's not God who changes, but our understanding of God 
that changes. As we grow into Christian maturity, as we go through our experiences in life, as scripture tells us, our understanding of who God is and how God works changes. But God's fundamental love, his care, never changes. Our scriptures today is a reflection on that very theme. The first lesson places us following the great flood. You know, if you've seen Evan Almighty or if you've read the book of Genesis, you know about that great flood, Noah's flood. Noah is told to build an ark in order to preserve a remnant of creation amidst human wickedness. Change is desired and promised as the world is running rampant in a culture of self-indulgence. So God calls out Noah and sets him apart as the child or the heir of promise. And the world is purified through water. The dirt of self-indulgence and self-interest is laundered, it's cleaned through this renewal of the flood. And so it presents a change in direction in the world and the inauguration of a new era. For it starts with renewal at its base, starting afresh with the possibility of and promise of new life. In our second lesson today, Peter, called The Rock, is writing from Rome. He's writing through his scribe, Silvanus. It's sent, this epistle is sent to Asia Minor or modern-day Turkey. Now, these Christians, they were not the Jewish Christians, the original Christians, but they were, uh, they were new Christians, and they were facing hostility from their Greek and Roman neighbors. And so this epistle written by Peter is a letter of, new, of encouragement. He sends this to a new group of Christians who are forming their identity as Christians and as the new family. So these Gentiles, these suffering new Christians, are the Noahs of that time. They are born again. They're called to a new and living hope through Jesus Christ. They also are the ark or the vessels of new hope that ushers in a new era, waiting for the return of Christ. Their persecution, like the emotional persecution and mockery faced by Noah, would ultimately, as Peter writes, lead to greater glory and great liberation. Like Noah, these believers are saved by water, the water of baptism, which is the sacred symbol of their allegiance to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. They have been forever changed and marked as Christ's own because they are joined in Christ forever. So whatever happens in life, the good, the bad, the ugly, Whatever happens, they are in Christ, and they are Christ's own. In our gospel today, we read about the tearing of heaven and the proclamation of divinity on Jesus. And yet, quickly, the scene changes. 
The cha- in this change of scenery, Jesus is driven out into the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights, fasting and being tended to by angels. And then another change, a coming back. The baptism of Jesus drove him into the wilderness and after a season into preparation so that he can go into Galilee, a region that is so dispirited to bring the good news. The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. Now, how do all of these changes relate to us? Allow me to fully relay an experience about Franklin in Peanuts. It's an experience that really offered a lot of regret in Charles Schultz. It appeared in the 1973 Thanksgiving special. If you've seen Charlie Brown's uh, Thanksgiving special, raise your hand. Let's have a show of hands here. Okay, it's most of us. Okay, awesome. If you remember, there's this one scene. All the characters are seated at the table. One's at the head. One's at the foot. Four, including Snoopy, is on one side. On the other side, all by himself is Franklin. Sends chills down our spine, doesn't it? Where the only black character sits separately from the others. But here's the good news. There is change. Craig Schultz, Charles Schultz's son, understanding the regret of his father, tells Franklin's origin story. In this new origin story, the experience of Thanksgiving dinner is countered by a meeting at the pizza parlor. Franklin is sitting by himself, and then Linus says, Hey, Franklin, we saved you a seat over here. Come join us. With a smile, Franklin responds, Ain't that what friendship's all about? Beloved, that change, that transformation, that transformation of heart and mind is of God. And it's that journey that we need to embrace. It's not something to be feared. And I get it. You know, I'm born and raised as an Anglican, and for us, you know, we hate change. We hate change. Man, I remember the times when there was that big debate over the, the 28 and the 76 prayer book. Oh, man. What times we hate change. <laughs> but change is not to be feared, but to be embraced with love and openness. So the question is, where are areas where you need to change? Perhaps the invitation is, is to allow, in this line, is to allow God, through the waters of baptism, 
lead us by the power of the Holy Spirit to recognize those areas in our lives. Just perhaps we are invited to journey in that wilderness, knowing that angels will attend to us in our deepest and darkest hours, in our deepest and darkest longings. And perhaps after we experience that grace, we return from the wilderness or the deserts of our lives with a deep sense of purpose. Just perhaps we recognize the unchangeable love of God despite the changing circumstances of this world. So, my beloved in Christ, I offer you this prayer that we will pray on Good Friday and then again on Easter Vigil, offering it as a prayer that perhaps you can take back for your lives, replacing the corporate for the individual, but always including the corporate. Let us pray. O God of unchangeable power and eternal light, look favorably on your whole church, that wonderful and sacred mystery. By the effectual working of your providence, carry out in tranquility the plan of salvation. Let the whole world see and know that things which were being cast down are being raised up, and things which had grown old are being made new and that all things are being brought to their perfection by him through whom all things were made, your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen.